you for joining the South African Council of Shopping Centres on our very first podcast. We hope this will be one of many to follow. The subject of this podcast is the South Africa Quarterly Retail Trading Density Index 2021 Quarter 1 Results. This index, produced by MSCI and sponsored by the South African Council of Shopping Centres, provides a valuable quarterly insight to the broader retail community into the performance of the formal retail property sector. To take us through the results, we take this opportunity to introduce Eileen Andrew, the Vice President of Client Coverage at MSCI Real Estate. Eileen's role at MSCI provides her with a unique perspective of real estate investment strategy and portfolio optimization. Now, as Vice President at MSCI, Eileen has experience working with both South African and multinational real estate funds, gathered from her 16 years with MSCI, previously IPD, both in South Africa and London. She holds a degree in mathematics and human geography from Wits University. Eileen believes that the numbers tell the real story and that makes for better investment decisions. Stay tuned as we hand over to Eileen for a summary of the Retail Trading Index first quarter results for 2021 sponsored by the South African Council of Shopping Centres. Hello, my name is Eileen Andrew. Welcome to the first MSCI SACSE podcast. I'm very excited about this new format. Before I dive into the numbers, it is important that I provide some context around where we get our data from and our methodology. MSCI Real Estate has been measuring property returns in South Africa since 1999. The data itself tracks back to 1995. We've been measuring property returns in other markets around the world for a lot longer, in the UK since 1980. It is important to recognise that we use the same methodology to calculate returns here and in all 30 countries that we operate in. This enables investors in direct property a comparable view across geographies and property types. The second point to note is that the data we use is owner verified. We collect all our data straight from the owners of every building, who then check and sign off on the data. This ensures a very high level of accuracy. Our data is not surveyed data, it is achieved income and sales data, not estimates or best guesses. In South Africa, the data set consists of about 400 billion rands worth of property. That's about 2,500 properties. For the Trading Density Index, which is the topic today, the data set is compiled of 111 shopping centres across South Africa. That's over 5 million square metres of space and around 14,000 tenants, from whom we collect data on a monthly basis. The data is updated and published as a quarter-on-quarter growth rate of trading density. This allows us to track seasonality and retail spend. It is reported by Shopping Centre, which aligns with the SACSE definitions for shopping centres, defined by GLA, or size. Super regionals are greater than 100,000 square metres, regionals are between 50 and 100,000 square metres, small regionals are between 25 and 50,000 square metres, communities are between 12 and 25,000 square metres, and neighbourhoods are below 12,000 square metres. Tracking the annualised trading density growth allows us to understand and identify market trends. We are looking for signs of recovery after the pressure that retail has been under, not only because of COVID trading restrictions in the last 12 months, but also because of long-standing economic challenges and changing shopper behaviour. Overall annualised trading density growth weighted by GLA was minus 15.9% for Q1 2021. 
This is significant because while it's still in decline, it has improved marginally from Q4 2020. Super regional annualized training density growth was down 19%, regional was down 16%, small regional was down 15.8%, community down 7%, and neighborhood was down by 11.4%. If we look at the overall month-on-month change in training density, backtracking to April 2020 when lockdown restrictions were at their most severe, trading density decreased by 65%. It then recovered gradually each month through to October, where we saw positive growth, but declined again in November and December as the second wave of COVID hit. January for this year was down by 8.3%, February was down less so by 3.6%, and then March was up by 4.4%. This demonstrates that the first quarter of 2021, trading density had improved. This is very encouraging because it demonstrates shopping centres' willingness to spend in shopping centres as COVID restrictions ease and has numbers decreased. Perhaps we can assume that there will be some more improvement in April and May, but as the third COVID wave arrives as we head into June, we can only assume the trading density recovery will be delayed again. Community shopping centres has been the most robust through COVID retail crisis. Their declining trading density has been around minus 5% unlike the large format centres that saw far greater impacts in their trading densities. Let us consider the two main drivers of trading density growth, which are foot count and spend per head. Foot count improved in each month of this quarter, although when we compare the month-on-month to the same month last year, these counts are down. March fared the best because, while the counts were down, they were down by less than January and February. Again, this is a positive sign in terms of recovery as COVID eased in Q1. Spend per head came down a little as well, but less so than foot count, resulting in an improved trading density in March. Given the stress that COVID placed on tenants' ability to trade and the tough economic trading conditions outside of COVID, it is important to unpack the effect that reduced sales had on the tenants' ability to continue trading and uphold their lease agreements. We need to get a handle on tenant sustainability if we want to keep them occupying space in our shopping centres. The metric you use for this is the rent-to-sales ratio, which is a function of turnover earned and gross rent paid. The rent-to-sales ratio was steadily climbed since 2009 for all shopping centre formats, with the exception of community centres. This has been the only shopping centre type where turnover has grown faster than rentals over the last 10 years. Super regional shopping centres saw the biggest rise in rent-to-sales ratios from 2017 to 2019, as rentals grew faster than turnover. We saw a spike in rent-to-sales ratios in 2020 as a very large proportion of shopping centres, especially the larger format centres, were unable to trade. These spikes were moderated through COVID concessions offered by landlords to tenants in a bid to ensure their sustainability through the crisis. For Q1 2021, these ratios have decreased, not because of sales growth per se, but rather because of rental reversions as leases have been renegotiated at reduced rental rates. The MSCI rental growth figure for all retail was minus 1.5% in December 2020. In wrapping up, if you remember two things from this podcast amidst all the numbers that I've thrown at you, please remember this. One, the initial signs of recovery have started to show in Q1 2020 after the severe stress of COVID in last year. Continued recovery is, however, hinged on how quickly a COVID management plan is rolled out and if we are able to suppress COVID waves in the future. And two, growing vacancy is a concern and a metric closely watched by investors. 
in order to create further tenant sustainability while we wait for recovery in sales, we may see further rental reversions. I trust that you enjoyed this podcast and found the figures interesting in your own context. I trust also that you'll join us for the next one. In the meantime, stay safe and goodbye. Please visit our website, sacsc.co.za, for the latest updates and to download the research report from the Members section. We look forward to bringing you our next podcast soon.